tiny bit was her fault, too. Being less rattled would have helped, but still, his personal assistant screened his call so thoroughly. Carrie wondered if the woman was a talking Doberman. The first time he had answered the phone himself, presumably after the rabid canine's departure for the day, had been the most successful. Of course, he'd accepted the job to shore up Standard National Bank's electronic security some weeks prior, and had assumed she was a bank representative. Once she'd corrected him, well, he'd disconnected the call. The next time she called, he'd barely listened. Her co-worker's four-year-old with ADHD stayed tuned in longer. The third time, she'd been smarter. She'd pretended to be calling from another company and asked him if he did any investigative work. He'd covered his list of impressive credentials and client list, FBI and tons of Fortune 500 companies. She had no doubt he could prove her big brother innocent of embezzlement. Dawson definitely played in the big leagues. The price per hour he'd quoted her confirmed it. Carrie had nearly dropped the phone and started crying. Trial attorneys were less compensated. Much less. She sighed. But the fourth conversation, that one had gone really bad. Even now, she could hear his deep growl. You again? Consider me a fan. She'd done her best to put a smile in her voice. As often as you call, you've fallen into the obsessive groupie category. Should I worry that you're going to show up at my apartment angry and armed? Or are you the other kind of psycho, who stalks a guy completely naked? Carrie paused, considering. Those are strategies I hadn't thought of. Forget I said anything. I didn't mean to give you ideas. You don't work for Standard National Bank or eBay, do you? No, but I can explain. At this point, I don't care who you are or what you want. Actually, I'm... Seriously, don't tell me. I'm better off not knowing. She'd gripped the phone tightly, feeling opportunity slipping away. Mark had practically raised her. She had to make this work. Just listen to me, please. I need help in the worst way. Oh, I figured that out a while back. But since I don't wear a white coat, I don't think I'm the right choice. Stop hounding me. Don't hang up, please. I'm desperate. Our lawyer is awful. The FBI won't listen. She'd tried to keep it together, truly. But the date for her brother's trial had just been set, and the enormity of their problem had made her, well, emotional which was why she'd rambled and cried at the same time. No one will listen, and he's never even had a speeding ticket. If the pain of chemotherapy didn't make him a criminal, why would anyone assume getting married would? I have no idea, nor do I want to. A brief pause later, Dawson added, Don't call again. He'd hung up, leaving her to plot something far more forceful and devious, Carrie really wasn't good at either. So here she was, in the frigid airport determined to tie the man down, literally, to enlist his help. With a resolute breath, Carrie raised the sign with Rafe Dawson's name printed in permanent black ink. Perspiration broke out under her hairline. Her hands shook. Would he recognize her voice, or guess that she was up to no good? He saw the sign and moved closer, luggage in tow, then Dawson shifted his gaze to her and didn't look away.
She swallowed as he discreetly took her in, his gaze brushing her curve-hugging red halter, skimming her bare midriff, grazing her microscopic miniskirt and almost bare thighs. Carrie was sorely tempted to make sure her siren red lipstick hadn't smudged, that the Florida humidity hadn't detonated her sleek style into its usual curly tumble, and that she still showed signs of cleavage above her indecently tight top. As his focus returned to her face, a bad boy smile curled the edges of his mouth. The heat in his to-die-for gray eyes was ferocious enough to liquefy her knees in world-record time. Despite his unfriendly demeanor on the phone, Carrie was stunned that she had no trouble imagining herself running her hands across the yummy width of his chest. Down, girl, down. Dawson came closer, now a breath shy of infringing on her personal space. His heat pulsed at her in a palpable wave.